each individual taking massive amounts of action to pursue what they love. And today, that is what we're focusing on. We're focusing on your growth and your success. Hello, welcome to the Alexa Rose Show. My name is Alexa Rose Carlin. I'm a speaker, author, creator for Fortune 500 companies and founder of Women Empower X. And you are listening to my brand new podcast, The Alexa Rose Show. Since I was 17 years old, I've been on a mission to make a difference in at least one person's life a day because I believe in the power of one, the power of you, that you can change the world but only if you have the courage and confidence to act on your passion. That's what this podcast is all about, helping you turn your ideas into reality so you can become the person that you were meant to be. This episode is all about the one skill that I would say is the most important skill to have in order to achieve anything in life. And that skill is confidence. When I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of confidence at all. I was so shy, I could barely raise my hand in class because I didn't want people to look at me. I didn't want people to judge me. I didn't want to get attention that maybe would would lead to bullying or uh, insecurities or being vulnerable, whatever it may have been that I was afraid of. It made me not confident at all. And this really affected me because it really like it transpired into so many different levels of insecurity. Even though my mom always taught me that confidence is so important, she worked to instill confidence, you know, growing up, especially those middle school days, it could be tough. Could be really tough. I had really, really curly hair growing up. And when I remember when I was in like preschool, I mean, maybe I don't remember this completely, but my mom would share this story with me. I would come home from preschool and say, I'm the only girl in class who can't brush her hair. Then, you know, growing up, I had acne and got made fun of for acne. And I know I'm not the only one that has, that grew up with acne. Um, I had a big nose. I've gotten made fun of for my big nose. I mean, I always felt like I was making friends in school, but then I wasn't invited to a lot of their gatherings or sleepovers or things that they did together once it came the weekend. So my mom was my best friend. She still is my best friend, but she really was my best friend. Um, I always, always felt left out. Now, of course, this is just a few of the number of things that have led to that lower confidence, led to that self-doubt. But I know that I'm not the only one that has gone through these things, that has gone through feeling insecure about your looks, has gone through uh, comparing yourself to others because of what we've learned in the media or what we've learned from just kids growing up. Um, I know I'm not the only one that had acne when she grew up or um, had, you know, something that they were made fun of that they really, you know, couldn't do anything about. I know I'm not the only one that has felt left out before. And all of these things really affect us. And a lot of times we just brush it off once we get to a certain age, right? We, we understand that 
bullying. Everyone gets bullied. So it's, it's part of growing up, which of course, um, I've done a lot of work to try to stop bullying through, um, different projects I've been, I've done, uh, while I was on this entrepreneurial journey because it is something that is a very, very serious thing. And we've seen it even more in today's world. And all of those things really affect us. And that's why I've been so passionate about trying to reinstill confidence and self-love into to people because it shouldn't just be brushed off. It should be something that you work on day in and day out because it ch- can change your entire life. Like the, the power of this skill, of the skill of confidence, I mean, it will really make or break your dreams. It can make or break your relationship to yourself, to others, to your significant other, to your partner, to friends. Um, you deserve not only to love yourself, but to have confidence in who you are. And so there's a number of reasons why we may not feel confident today. And I just named a few again, but there's so many reasons why we may go around life and we may be confident in some areas of our life, but not others. Why can't we feel confident all the time? This is a question I've been trying to figure out for so long until I finally realized one, confidence is a skill. So I feel like most people think it's this like secret or this, this thing that only some people get to have, right? Some people are born with confidence. Some people aren't. Those are the lucky ones. I'm not a lucky one. That's farthest from the truth because this unknown secret that I discovered is that confidence is not something you're just born with. Confidence is a skill and just like any skill, it can learn. That's why it's, it's so powerful because you can continually gain more confidence, just like you could get better at speaking or writing or playing a sport. You can become a more confident person every single day. Now think about that. Think about the people that you admire. How confident are they in their life? When I uh, met Elena and Grant Cardone, I had Elena speak at one of my past WEX conferences back in 2018, I believe. And I went to the Cardone Capital offices, was interviewed on her show, met Grant, and then Grant ended up coming out to WEX uh, to support us and, of course, support his wife. And I will say, say that they, both of them, are two of the most confident people I've ever met. And keep in mind that when Grant was in his office surrounded by his team, of course, right? You'll be like, of course he's confident, right? He has, he has all this credibility. He has all this knowledge. He's around his community. Of course he's confident. But I will say that when he attended WEX, which is, you know, primarily women attend that conference and no one knew that he was coming. Of course, we all were uh, knew that Elena was there because I, Elena was on my speaker roster, but I didn't know that Grant was going to show up. So when he showed up, you can see that he was a little bit out of place, but anytime you spoke to him, 
He was just as confident as he was when I met him at his offices. And he's learned this powerful secret to success, which is building the skill of confidence. I mean, you see it, they, they are working on instilling this in their kids even um, at such a young age and showing how important it is because it is, it's so, so important. So once I started to learn the skill of confidence and understand confidence is situational. So there are going to be times as you start to build the skill until you, you know, hopefully break this, um, uh, I guess, secret or this barrier to success and you're just confident all the time, which of course there's levels of it. But once I realized that confidence is situational, then I started to figure out when I felt confident, what situations I felt confident, and when I didn't feel confident. And that was game changer for me because now, one, I knew that it wasn't something like, oh, I'm not a confident person. No, I am a confident person. I do love myself, right? And self-love and confidence, two different things, but you can have self-love, but not feel confident in a certain situation. That was game changer. That uh, epiphany was really eye-opening for me because, and here's an example. When I'm speaking on stage, I've spoken on hundreds of stages I'm confident. I'm in my element. Does, does that mean I don't have fear? No, of course I have fear because I care about the outcome. I care about the result, but I'm still confident on stage and I love myself. But if you throw me on a soccer field, I'm going to still have self-love on that soccer field, but I am no way, in no shape of, or form going to be confident if I have to all of a sudden play a soccer match um, because I've never done it before. That's the key difference. And I think that's really, really important and key to understand because when you understand that, you stop putting yourself down. You stop saying, oh, I'm, I'm just not a confident person or I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. No, confidence is a skill and you may have not just built that skill of confidence in that specific situation. It's situational. So the first step of really building this skill is to understand what situations you already feel confident in and what situations you don't. Now I talk about this all the time, like all over the country. It's probably my most booked speaking uh, signature keynote is around confidence, the confidence spectrum. And I just got back from speaking to over 250 women who, uh, in Orlando, Florida, who work in corporate commercial real estate. And I gave a 45 minute to an hour keynote, this keynote, the confidence spectrum, followed by an hour workshop on confidence. And today I, and this is why I really wanted to kind of pivot and do this episode around this topic is because today um, in the last few days, I've been receiving so many messages from the women in the audience from this speaking gig that I, I was just at last week. All of them, every single one of them said that they left my talk feeling way more confident, that it was the boost they needed. They now understand how to implement some of the tools I taught on how to actually build the skill of confidence. 
And if you think about it, all of these women were high level professionals. Um, you know, they were, were older in the sense of that they've been in the, their career for, um, a number of years, but that's, that's the amazing thing is that you can always become more confident. You can, you always need that boost. You could be the most confident person in the world and you still need that boost of confidence, especially when you're going and doing something that may be in a new situation. Think about, again, any person that you admire and think, and think about the level that they're at in their career. Don't you think they have someone to call to give them that boost of confidence before they go into that big meeting to pitch investors, to give a keynote, to, um, you know, meet their community, to, uh, try to land a job, a big client, whatever it may be, especially if they're starting to feel some self doubt or that comparison mindset comes in. This confidence boost can come from your partner. It could come from someone you follow online. You know, hopefully the Alexa Rose show can start to become one of your go-to places to get that boost of confidence because one, you deserve it. You deserve to feel confident. You deserve to get to that level that you want to be to the person you were meant to be. But you have to have that confidence in yourself to say, yes, I'm worth it to one, one, yes, I'm worth it. Two, it's okay if I try and don't succeed. Three, I have what it takes. Four, if I don't know something, I can learn it. Five, my dreams are worthy of coming true and I'm the person to make them come true. And I could go on and on. Those, those are just five things that I rattled off the top of my head because I want you to know how much impact building the skill can have, but also understand that you deserve to feel confident. Next time you go into a interview for your dream job or pitch your dream client or a dream investor, remember that you have what it takes. You can achieve what you want. Have confidence in yourself, confidence in your worth, and confidence in your talent and knowledge and confidence that you are the right person to do the job. That confidence is more powerful than anything written on a resume. I hire for confidence more than uh, past experience. Why? Because you can learn a lot of the skills that you need in today's world. You can learn how to do social media. You can learn how to do marketing. You can learn how to write better. You can learn how to speak. You can learn all these things, but if you don't even have the confidence to try, you're never going to be able to achieve what others can achieve when they do have that skill of confidence. So when people are confident in themselves, they're going to be more vocal. They're going to share their ideas more openly. They're going to be honest. They're going to be vulnerable. This is what makes uh, an amazing hire, let alone an amazing entrepreneur, speaker, author, content creator. You need to be confident in yourself. So I could go on and on, but on this podcast episode, I do have 10 ways that I've learned on how to actually build the skill of confidence that you can implement right away. 
Now, learning these 10 things helped me gain more confidence, which led to um, crazy experiences and interactions with Mark Cuban, Matis Yahoo, Mark Jacobs. It led me to getting uh, a contract to design my my first line of jewelry when I was just 17 years old, which launched my, my first real business with an LA-based fashion company. Um, gaining confidence led me to booking out some of the largest convention centers in the country, which turned into Woman Empower X, which turned into one of the biggest, most diverse events for women. It led to me being able to speak and share my story on stages across the country and, and virtually the world. It's led to so many incredible things and it's all been because if that confidence, if I didn't have confidence in myself, I would have never tried more than half of the things I have, which all of those things led me to where I'm at today. That's why I talk about it and I'll talk about it and I'll talk about it because it's a skill that you can need to continually water, right? You need to continually fuel yourself with confidence in order for it to really give you that level of, of energy almost to push you to that next level in your business, in your career, in your personal and professional life. Okay. So with that being said, 10 different ways to actually build this skill. Number one is community. Community is so powerful. Think about it. When you are with a group of your friends, you're going to be way more confident out in public or at a party or a bar or wherever you're at than if you were alone. That's because your community gives you confidence. It's same thing as when you have a supportive partner. That partner gives you more confidence in yourself, in your dreams, to try things, right? So, so community is something you can have right now. That, that community can be found online. That's why we created Woman Empower X to foster a supportive and collaborative community of women. That could be found within your local community, within your family. Uh, so community is something that you can easily implement today to start building that skill of confidence. And think about it this way. If you're going into a new situation that you don't feel that confident, call up someone in your community and let them remind you that you're worth it. Remind you that you got this. The second thing is dress in what makes you feel confident. Clothing has a really powerful impact on the level of our confidence. And I, I mean this in a way that is personal to you. There is no set, <laughs> there's no set, uh, attire that you have to wear to be confident. What you have to wear to be confident is based on personal preference. What makes you feel your best? I've asked this question to so many people throughout different workshops I've hosted around the country at my speaking engagements. And I've gotten power uh, from, from women. I've gotten answers of power suits, heels, sweatpants, yoga pants, um, sweatshirt, uh, what else? Uh, a dress. I mean, so many different answers. And that's because it's unique to you. 
But if you want to feel confident in a certain situation, don't look outside of yourself for what you should wear. Wear what makes you feel your best. I used to think all the time, okay, what should I wear to this networking event? And I would put something on because it was on trend or I thought like maybe I should look a little bit, you know, more like this or whatnot, whatever it may have been. And at the end of the day, I wouldn't be as successful networking in that outfit because I wasn't feeling as confident as I would in, for me, it's, it's jeans, pumps, a t-shirt with a blazer over it. That's what makes me feel super confident. And that's basically what I wear every single time I speak or do network, really, because it makes me feel my best. So that's number two. Number three, to gain the skill of confidence is to speak to add value. Speak to add value. And when you do, always speak with conviction and assurance. So what do I mean by that? When you are in a meeting, the person that talks the most is not the smartest person in the room. Let me say that again. The person that talks the most is pretty much, I can guarantee, not the smartest person in the room. The person who speaks intentionally because they're speaking to add value to the conversation, that's the person people actually listen to. That's the person that beams out confidence. And when you speak, always, always, always have conviction and assurance. Conviction and assurance. Be be confident in what you're saying and be sure of it. Have you ever heard someone talk where they're not asking a question, yet every single time they speak, it sounds like a question. Like, I think this is the best idea. I think we should do it that way. And like, it just like, it it sounds like a question because they're not that confident in what they're saying or, and they're doubting themselves. But if you said, I think we should do it this way. I mean, that comes off way more confident. So people are going to actually listen to you versus you questioning yourself, people are going to question you. Okay. So that was number three, speak to add value and always with conviction and assurance. Number four is make eye contact, make eye contact. Now it doesn't need to be like the creepy eye contact where you're like staring uh, straight into someone's eyes and not even blinking. Don't do that. Make it very authentic and real, but don't look down when you're talking to someone. You deserve their attention and you are comp- you need to showcase that you're confident in yourself by making eye contact when you are in conversations. There's so many hidden clues that come from confidence, whether you realize it or not, or whether other people realize it or not. But subconsciously, people are picking up these clues and that's what makes or breaks big deals. I mean, again, that's why you see, a. I mean, every single person that is at a certain level of success, they have confidence, especially in their given career. And that's how they land the, the big clients, the big gigs, the big stages, the big sponsorships, whatever it may be, because other people are picking up that confidence. 
Number five is to smile while speaking. Smile while speaking. So many people are like, if I, if I, if I show confidence, I need to be serious. No, <laughs> you could be goofy and you could be fun and you could smile and people love people that smile. So don't forget to smile when, when you are speaking. That radiates confidence. So we're talking about the 10 different ways that you can essentially hack this skill of confidence. And there's more than 10. Um, I talk about it a little bit differently in my keynotes, but these are 10 different quick ways that you can build this skill of confidence that you can implement literally right after this episode. So we're on number six. And number six is entering a room with the right body language. How many times have you seen someone enter a room staring at their phone? They literally enter the room and they're just texting away or looking down at their phone. That right away, you lose people. In the sense of if if you're walking into a boardroom and you're looking to get the client or get the deal or negotiate a higher rate, whatever it may be. If you're entering the room looking down, people, again, subconsciously are picking up that clue that it is making them perceive you in a different way. It's not, ne- ne- it's not necessarily negative or anything, but they're not perceiving you as the most confident person in the room or the best person to work with in the room. Compared to if you walk with your shoulders back straight into the room, it may feel awkward because maybe everyone's just sitting there staring at you or you don't know anyone and you're heading into a networking event, whatever. Like if you enter that room with walking tall, staring straight ahead or looking, making eye contact with whomever is in the room, subconsciously, they're going to perceive you as more confident. That means you're going to automatically gain some type of respect, some type of trust, some type of credibility factor that's going to lead people to want to hear what you have to say. That's powerful, super powerful. So number seven is to repeat the act. So we talked about that confidence is situational. So if you are headed into a situation where you don't feel that confident, repetition breeds confidence. So if I wanted, going back to that first example, if I wanted to feel more confident playing soccer, what would I have to do? Continue to practice the game of soccer. Continue to practice that sport, right? They always say practice makes perfect. So repetition breeds that level of confidence. So if you don't feel that confident making new friends, if you don't feel that confident public speaking, if you don't feel that confident creating videos online or um, going out on dates, whatever whatever it may be, the more you do it, the more confident you'll feel. I mean, think about the first time that you ever did something. It was scary. And guess what? It still may be scary the hundredth time you do it. But the hundredth time, I can guarantee put a full guarantee that you're going to be way more confident the hundredth time, even with that fear, than you will the first time doing something. So if you want to feel confident in a certain situation, just continue to repeat the act. 
All right, number eight is invest in your education and ongoing knowledge. So knowledge breeds confidence. I mean, if you think about back, like, or, you know, some of you may still be in school, but think about the last time you took a test. If you walk into that testing room and you didn't study and you have no clue, you know, how you're going to pass this exam, you're not going to feel that confident. But if you studied and you know the ins and outs of this topic, you're going to sit down at that, that desk ready to take that test and feel way more confident than the person next to you who didn't study at all. It's the same when you get out of school. Knowledge is very, very powerful. The more knowledge that I had when it came to running events and starting to do my research around the industry when I was first starting Women in Power X back in 2016, the more confident I entered conversations around negotiations. And if I didn't have that confidence, I would have never succeeded because running events at that level, attracting two to 3,000 people, renting out 30,000 square foot ballrooms and convention centers, I mean, it's expensive. It's very expensive. And I was on a startup budget, fully self-funded. And if I didn't have the confidence from the knowledge and the research I did around the industry to then negotiate a better price, bring the cost down, maybe create a creative deal structure that included sponsorship to help with the costs, then I would have never been able to afford the event, let alone make a profit in order to reinvest and continue to grow my business. That's the power that knowledge can do. So you want to always, at every single age, invest in your education and ongoing knowledge. It's the same reason why people who uh, just know like a lot of different facts or know oh, they always know what's going on in the, wor- in the world with politics or the news. I mean, they can be very confident at any dinner table, at any dinner party. They always have something to talk about. Same reason why a lot of the times when people are very cultured, they've traveled a lot, they've explored different cultures, they've met a lot of different people, they've learned a lot through their travels, they can hold a conversation pretty confidently because they can relate to something else, they can add to the story, and it's about this ongoing education that they've had through different experiences. So never underestimate the power of knowledge. Number nine, we're going out of 10 different ways to build the skill of confidence. Number nine is to create a routine. All of the world's best athletes have a routine when it comes to their sport. You see this when people go, when basketball players go up to the free throw line. The same players do the same thing. They either bounce the ball three times and then spin it and then, you know, they shoot or they stand a certain way and position their arms a certain way and say something probably in their head that we have no clue what they're saying. But they do this routine over and over and over because that routine brings back that confidence in maybe a scary situation or a situation where a lot is on the line. So all athletes have some type of routine. I have a routine before every speaking gig. 
I do the same visualization before every single talk. And that visualization that I did, um, I just did it again uh, right before my speaking gig that I mentioned previously that I did last week in Orlando. And it led to 250 women giving me a standing ovation. There's power in routine. Too many people don't have routine outside of sports, but it should be the same when it comes to your career, comes to your passion, comes to your growth, whether it's a routine in the morning that gets you started on the right note to feel confident in your ability to conquer different things throughout the day, or it's a routine that you do right before you have a big sales call. And you do that before every sales call. So these routines are easy to create and they help bring about that level of confidence before going into maybe a new situation or a situation where a lot is on the line. So again, these things you can implement right here and right now. That's why there is no hidden secret or law or thing that says that only certain people get to feel this skill of confidence, get to feel confident because they were born with it or because they look a certain way or because they have a certain level of, of money or whatever you may feel would bring confidence. Confidence could come in so many different ways, but you have to work on this skill. And you have to continuously work on this skill. And these are 10 ways that we're talking about. We have one left to, that you can easily implement right here, right now to help you build this skill. So the 10th way to build confidence is to act as the future version of you. Act as the future version of you. If you want to, let's say you, your main goal is to be financially free. And in order to be financially free, you want to have $5 million in the bank, let's just say. So if you want to achieve that level of success and make $5 million, have $5 million in the bank producing you income so you can be financially free, but you're going in to meetings uh, or sales calls or whatever it is that's your career that's going to help you get there or even you know sitting in on your computer and investing whatever that method is and you're going into it with the mindset of where you're at today with the mindset that you don't have five million dollars right now that you aren't good enough talented enough knowledgeable enough or that you aren't at the same level as the people that do have that kind of money. Do you think that's going to bring about the confidence to actually get there? No, it's not. It's going to keep you right where you're at. You may move the needle forward a little bit because you're taking some steps of action, but in order to really get to where you want to be, you must act as the future version of you. If you want to become a, a, the CEO of a, of a huge tech startup, don't you think that a huge tech CEO is going to speak confidently to their team? So when you're nervous because you're new at speaking and now all of a sudden you have to talk to um, your board members, remember, act as the future version of you. Would that CEO of a huge tech company go into that boardroom meeting without confidence? No. If you want to land 
a dream client in your coaching business, if you want to land a dream sponsor as an influencer, when you pick up the phone to pitch them and you're thinking, well, this would be my biggest deal yet. I haven't even made that much money in my business or maybe you're dealing with some imposter syndrome. When you pick up the phone, all those feelings are going to come out in your words, in your voice inflection, in what you say, in how you negotiate. But if you want to get there, if you want to land that that deal, that gig, and you want to become, you know, what whomever you're you aspire to be or whatever you aspire to to achieve, then you must act as that future version of yourself. If someone, if, if your future version of yourself is always landing the gigs, has that five million in the bank, every time they pick up a phone, you know, they are, um, you know, getting huge sponsorship deals or they're a top influencer on YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, or they're working with their top brands, or they have, you know, an in-demand, um, they're an in-demand speaker and have a huge list of companies that want to hire them to speak. Do you think that person that has all of that, which is what you want, whatever your dream is, picks up the phone and is nervous to ask for more money, is nervous to uh, negotiate, ask for what they want, is nervous to state you know, their ideas, their opinion? No, of course not. That's why you have to act as the future version of, your, of, what, of who you want to be. That is how you are going to get there. And guess what? You are that person today. You may not have that 5 million or may not have that title of CEO or that giant list of uh, people waiting to book you to speak for $25,000, but you are already that person that can achieve that. But you have to believe it and you have to act like it. And that's what's going to help you have it. So Confidence really comes down to a a lot of it is mindset. And mindset is probably one of the hardest things to master. I think it's much easier to get an amazing, like great physical shape than it is, than it is to get your, your mind in that shape, in that shape where you see the life, you see your life through a lens of opportunity, of positivity, of optimism, even when the challenges come. It's very difficult, very, very difficult, but difficult does not mean impossible. And so, yes, building the skill of confidence does have a lot to do with mindset. But these 10 things that I just mentioned in this episode really will help you little bit by little bit and little bits of action produce these feelings of bursts of confidence in new situations. And that's what leads you to getting to that next level. So never underestimate any of these like different little things that you're doing because step-by-step it is helping you become that confident person you need to be to get to where you want to go. Community. Okay. I'm just running through them again. Number one is community. Remember, 
Two, dress in what makes you feel confident. Three, speak to add value. And when you speak, speak with conviction and assurance. Four, make eye contact. Five, smile while speaking. Six, enter a room with the right body language. Seven, repetition. Repeat the act. Eight, invest in your education and ongoing knowledge. Nine, create a routine. And 10, act as the future version of yourself, the future version of you. So these are 10 ways to build this skill of confidence. And as I said, I was never confident growing up. And today I can stay, say that I am confident in a lot of areas of my life. Am I confident in every single area? No, of course not, because there's so many things I haven't done yet. And I'm never going to be able to build that skill until I start trying, until I put myself in a new situation and don't give up. And so that's why this is a lifelong journey. But my goal for this podcast is one, you know, hopefully you took at least one thing from this list and you're like, Hey, I'm going to implement that tomorrow. That's one, one goal. But the other goal is for you to understand that you are a confident person and to never, ever, ever, ever say again, Oh, I'm just not confident. You may not be confident in that situation, but you are confident in who you are. You must be. You are valuable. You are worthy and you deserve to achieve what you want. I believe when more people are going after what they love, the world becomes a better place, but you're only going to go after those big, scary, audacious goals. If you have confidence to act, that's what I'm here for. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If um, you're listening to us, to me live, thanks so much for tuning in on Colin. This podcast is brought to you by Colin. It is a social podcasting platform. Super um, honored and grateful to be a partner with Colin. And it helps me produce this content seamlessly, effortlessly, as well as connect with some of you in person, especially as we start to do, or not in person, but live on the app, uh, hopefully one day in person, but especially as we start to do some, some Q&A episodes that will be coming up. And you can also, of course, check out this podcast on demand. I release a new episode every single week, unless stated otherwise, because I am getting married in a few weeks. So <laughs> there may be some weeks that I take off, but uh, I always update everyone uh, through social media, as well as um, through my newsletter. So definitely connect with me on social, Alexa Rose Carlin, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, on Colin, on Apple podcast. If you like uh, what you're hearing, leave us a review. I think you can review us on Spotify and Apple and uh, let me know what you think. I always love uh, hearing from listeners. So definitely send me a message or share that you're listening to a certain episode. Uh, this podcast has a mix of interviews mixed with episodes like this one of kind of like a pep talk mixed with tactical, tangible uh, advice that you can take away and implement. But my goal is always to leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and energetic to make things happen for yourself. So again, my name is Alexa Rose Carlin. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Alexa Rose Show. I'll see you next week. Each-
each individual taking massive amounts of action to pursue what they love. And today, that is what we're focusing on. We're focusing on your growth and your 